Hello, and welcome to Artfully Told, where we share true stories about meaningful encounters with art. I think artists help people have different perspectives on every aspect of life. All I can do is put my part out into the world. It doesn't have to be perfect the first time. It doesn't have to be perfect ever, really. I mean, as long as you, you're enjoying doing it and you're trying your best, that can be good enough. Art is something that you can experience with your senses and that you just experience as, as so beautiful. Hi, friends. Whether you are just getting started or you're a seasoned professional looking to up your game, I have an exciting opportunity for you. Did you know that I am actually the creator of 10 different courses online that range from ballet, jazz, tap. They also include a mindset detox course and two stretch and tone courses. So if you're looking to start a new hobby or get a little bit fitter, or you're looking to do a deep dive into your mindset and really perform a true detox, I have the course for you, and I would love to help you out with that. So if you go to elevateart.thinkific.com, you will see all of the different courses I've created. You don't have to step in a classroom to take your first dance class. I teach a signature 20 moves in 20 days course that allows you to learn 20 steps in just 20 days. It's a lot of fun. We have a great time together. And I think you're going to absolutely love the different courses and artfully told listeners get a little something from me. So if you go, you'll sign up and use the promo code artfully told all one word. And when you do so, you'll get 15% off the purchase of any and all your favorite courses. All right, listeners, enjoy that. Again, it's elevateart.thinkific.com. See you there. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Artfully Told. I'm your host, Lindsay, and I am very excited to have as my guest today, Giovanna Salas. She likes to create, and she has dabbled in and become proficient in many multiple medias, including art, literature, and film. She also is the founder and owner of... Heart of Hollywood Magazine and Motion Pictures, and she also has a streaming platform that is in development, I believe, and I can't wait to dive in and hear all about the different things that you are up to. So thank you so much for being here. I really look forward to our conversation today. (laughs) Hi, Lindsay. Hi. Well, I was wondering if you don't mind just starting us off by telling us maybe a little bit about your background, how you got involved in art, and kind of go from there. Absolutely. Well, first of all, I want to thank you for inviting me to your podcast. It's a pleasure for me to be here. And well, to make the story short, I started as a painter. You know, I, lo- I love, I use the oil media. That's, that's my, my favorite. And one thing take to the other, I am a visual person. And so I dive into learning photography, then video. And so I have an interest later on into becoming a filmmaker. And so that's how everything is. Wow. Yeah. Okay. And so then you decided to become a filmmaker, which is a huge (laughs) endeavor and undertaking. So can you tell us about that and what led you to that interest and that passion to create even your own company? 
Well, I wanted to become a film director. And so um, once I came to Hollywood, I saw there was very difficulties, a lot of difficulties, and it, were, it was not going to be easy. And the best way was to learn the business and learn what happened behind the scenes. So I became working with a couple of productions. And after that, I decided it was time to open my own company because I wanted to bring opportunities for people they just started artists that are on the ground i feel they also people that were foreigner okay and so for, for everyone i just wanted to make it a place they have a door open for everyone they they need it that's amazing and so now with your company and i realize that there are three sort of branches to it can you tell us a little bit about each one and sort of who you you serve as a result of the different branches and, and how that all works together? Sure. So, well, the company is called Hara Hollywood Motion Pictures. And from that, we have three different divisions. The first division, that's how we started in post-production. So the services that we offer was like color corrections, you know, edit, scoring. We put together different individuals working in the industry and sometimes here and there, you know, behind the scenes, maybe a project that was already done, but they needed to do something. Well, we can help with some of those services and also giving consultations such as like a screenplays, you know, like a script doctor. I had different consultants. So sometimes I do consultations, but it's more like a producer or structure and we have a modern consultant. So it's along all the kind of what it takes to, to get your, your, project or package in a, in a better format, I think. That's, that's the first one. The second one is the division for the Hard Hollywood magazine. And this is started because we, want, we have members within the company and we, gotta, we wanted to give more exposure to the members. Well, it, when we published the first magazine, everybody was very, very positive about it. And now that became three years of publications. So we are very happy of where we're going. And I believe that the magazine is like a car for everyone to share the stories, get into the car and get more exposure. But also the purpose of this magazine is for our readers to get inspiration and motivated. Yeah, absolutely. And then the third branch is something you're still in development for, or is that also live? Uh, no, we, well, I mean, working the third is uh, an streaming pl- platform. It's called Hard Hollywood Cinema. And I've been working with my engineer team. And it's not easy. It's been for a couple of years, like I say. But we have tested. We created last year. We tested with production that I was a producer for. Uh, they bring 19 fashion films. Okay. We did it virtually during COVID. And we use the streaming platform to for, for the films. So I think it will take us a little bit longer to to make it available for all the public. But the, finally, it will be an option for all the filmmakers. They need to put their films in other platforms. It's good to have it in different platforms such as, you know, Amazons and Netflix and all of the other ones that we already know. But it's, it's also good to have another option and where you can put your films as well. Yeah, that's amazing. Well, it sounds like you are making 
such a difference for so many different people in so many areas. So yeah, kudos to you for doing that. That's just amazing. And, you know, you mentioned at the beginning that you personally felt like it was, and I'm sure you're not alone, that it was really difficult to, to to kind of get into that world. Do you mind telling us a little bit more about your own story of how, you know, some of the challenges that you faced as you were starting off in Hollywood? Absolutely. Well, I would say one of my first challenges was a language because my first language is not English, it's Spanish. And so I think but not, I didn't grow in the U.S. I, I came here and I start, you know, working here in the entertainment. And one thing that I know is, is if you don't have connections in L.A. or people working in the industry, it's very difficult. And a lot of those connections are not easy to, to build. You have to be in the right place, meet the right people, have family members sometimes. And sometimes you don't you don't have, you know, family uh, members, so you don't have any connections. So, and then you have the problem with an artist trying to showcase, but nobody wants to listen. So I think the why, because uh, people pay more attention, I go rather with a person that has 30 more years experience or 20 years experience or how are they going to get the experience if they don't get the chance to showcase what they can do or what they can bring to the table. And so my, I don't, I feel that is not many companies that perhaps are really seriously approaching this issue. And at the beginning of my company, my number one priority was to approach this issue, was to make a statement that this company, it was going to be for the artists that needed. Yes, we're welcome, everyone that is very uh, well-known, you know, celebrity or, or producer. But I think that we all, as uh, artists, we have a responsibility. And especially we work in the entertainment about helping others, about bringing the talent. Otherwise, we cannot move forward. Yeah, I think that's incredible. Thank you for sharing that story. And and I love what you're doing because I've not personally, you know, been in that particular world, but, you know, as, as an artist as well, I certainly understand some of that initial struggle of kind of getting... Uh, basically getting your especially your first job because that can be <laughs> you know <laughs> the most challenging and the, you know, because you know you're new and and I understand that so yeah no that's incredible what you all do and so congratulations on all of your success and the fact that it just keeps growing and growing is is huge that's so exciting yes i i feel very happy about what everything they they has been developing and working and I can tell you how many times I, I thought about quitting, closing the company, not pursuing, because it was so many challenges. At the beginning, it just was myself and my ideas and my beliefs and if it was going to work or not, and my personal finances. So it was a lot of th things to take it in consideration. Also to make sure that I, I don't affect other people. You know, you have family members, you have things all around there. And sometimes all those things can work against you. But if you truly have the passion and that desire to see a clear vision and you want to pursue that, don't give up that. 
don't don't stop. Uh, you have to to make it happen because otherwise, I don't think the uh, we can end up truly happy. And every every morning when I wake up, I feel very happy of what I'm doing. I feel happy that through the years I'm developing a, a team, you know, uh, more people, and I had to train them, I had to explain, and I had to, for example, if with the magazine, it's a it's a thing behind it, and then I have a graphic designer. Sometimes it's new. Sometimes I had to explain a lot of things. Sometimes I had to train a customer representative. They share, you know, who we are, but in a way not of we are selling or marketing. We, I just tried to tell them, you know, we are dealing with the relationships with with people, and and I think that that it has to be communicated. And so I never thought that I would be sending magazines <laughs> in another state so, or even in another country. And so that to me is uh, incredible because uh, the first time that, that I decided to make the magazine, I made the first magazine. And it took me seven months just to plan to get to the first draft in order to communicate my ideas to a graphic designer. And then looking for a team is not an easy challenge. You had to see many people, try to see who sees a vision, who just wants a job for a job, you know, who really cares or not. And so I will say that uh, in my team, everyone is an artist. My magazine editor is amazing. Uh, the contributors are, you know, what I can say. They have uh, seen something in the magazine. They wanted to be part of it. We just did a cover shoot in the Netherlands with a whole production team. We have the videos behind the scenes, so you guys want to go and watch it on the website. It's there, and it's all other, other things coming along. And so I'm constantly working. I think that I will be one of the first ones say, I would like to get a clone. But anyway, I, so I take my one thing that is very important to me right now is my time. I believe the time is very precious. You have to be very careful. You have to think about who you are spending your time with, who you are giving your time, and make sure that that time is valuable because sometimes people think that what we have is time, and the, and the truth is that we don't. What we don't have is time. And so every second and every minute and, you know, during our hours, I think that we should try to enjoy ourselves. We should try to do those simple things about walking outside, you know, creating art. And when I started in the entertainment, I I quit painting pretty much. I, I mean, not completely. I will make a painting once in a while, once every, you know, three months. And not long ago, because of the COVID and everything that has happened, I was feeling... I am a very positive person. I'm always encouraging uh, the people to do things and helping them in the projects, giving consultations. And then not long ago, like three months ago, I started feeling depressed. I started feeling like, what am I doing? Where my life is going? Like what I need to, to do, you know? And so I started to paint again and I started to write as well. And I felt, again, alive and this is important for me because if I'm okay and I can be a creative person as well, and then I can be more productive for my clients. I can be more productive for the team and for the company. 
And so, because I'm a workaholic, so I so merge my time, like working all the time. And, and just lately, I'm also beginning to learn and understand to take some time for me for I can be more productive for all. Yes. And that is such an important realization to come to. I'm so glad that you're prioritizing yourself because you're absolutely right. You can't pour into someone else's life with an empty cup. <laughs> so you have to start full yourself. And, and so good. I'm so glad that you're doing that and, and prioritizing that. That is so, so important. And again, you are just doing such amazing things for people. And so I'm, I'm curious, do any stories in particular come to mind of maybe people that you've, you know, helped clients that you've helped that, you know, really may not have had a different opportunity had you not been there? Yes, I, 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 I feel very happy with, uh, with the people that I have worked. Some of them are my team members. I think that they, sometimes when people come in and work for my company and things like that, I always tell them, you know, you have other uh, opportunities or, or, or job opportunities and they can you can you know advance yes so let me know you know and something and that happened and i feel very bad you know but at the same time if they can grow uh, better you know i i'm happy with that that's that's for the team members i always feel very sentimental when you know someone goes to another company and things like that and, and the reason is perhaps because one day i will be able to have better resources for my team Right. And sometimes other big, big, big companies, you know, they, they do have those resources, but that's all about timing. And, but we, we maintain very good communication. I like to, you know, be, be in contact with, with everyone that has been part of the company because I see them as family. For, for my clients, I have helped a different people, like all the way from like models. I have helped. Well, one, one of them that I remember, I, I was working with an actress. And she wanted to have a manager. And at the time, I was working with a with a, um, a talent talent management company. So I was helping her. And but but I was producing something else. And then she got uh, curious about that. And so I trained her to be a casting director. <laughs> Lately, I was working with a client. Uh, well, he asked for cons- consultations. You know, kind of personal coaching. And his personality is great, and he can do multiple multiple things. But sometimes when you do multiple things, it's hard to focus on one thing, right? Or what it would make you some type of income or help the finances. So uh, he found me on LinkedIn, and he approached me, and I told him, look, Yes, I can. I, I will do a consultation, but I had to charge a fee because right now my time is very important. So I sent him an email. It's very, very professional. And oh, mine. Well, I was surprised. He did took the consultations. We worked for a couple months together and he organized his acting career. He, I helped him to do a structure for a podcast. I, tell, I, I helped him to do the structure of the memberships, how to you know, get uh, his packages and all of that and make income, you know. So I'm a, I like to develop structures and uh, business models. And so he was very happy. He's, he really just became a, a big supporter of my company, telling other people how they, he uh, feel great about, about the consultations. That's, that, th- those were his words. <laughs> 
So, yeah. Yeah, and then for, for the magazine, yes, this is a producer. Uh, they told me that his, uh, that his film, his documentary film, it was getting better and more publicity after he was published in our magazine. So the local newspaper from his state decided to do an interview with, with him and, you know, sales are going up and things like that. So we hear a lot of a good feedback from our clients that decides to, you know, get a publication in our magazine. And that makes me very happy because one thing that I want is that also the advertisement that, that we put there. I always suggest, you know, make sure that whatever, even in our own articles, that the information is clear, is focused it's inspirational and it's useful because if it is not useful, people are not going to pay attention. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> well, and like you said, you have to choose how to spend your time and you have to be wise about it. I mean, like you said, until you have your clone, you're just one person. I'm so glad that you have a team to, uh, to help support you now, though. That That's such a what, what a relief. <laughs> oh, that was very hard. It was very hard to find a team. It was very hard to find the consultants it, it just it took me probably like a year a year and a half to to put that together because people comes and goes and but if it's if someone shares they and they are they are good in what they do and they want to pursue what they want to do best as a part of a team is is incredible the magic happens things happen and everybody is happy and and I, I'm very, try to be very social, fun, you know, I always ask, you know, how do you feel? How do you feel working with me? What would you suggest? Can you brainstorm? So I like to have a, that interaction with, with the team that I have because there is no better way to know if you are uh, doing something proper or offering good services to the audience if your own team doesn't like it or, or like it, right? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, that's that's good. Again, I'm glad you have you have good people to <laughs> to cheer you on. I am curious, is are there any moments that kind of stand out to you that of an encounter with art whether it was, you know, you experiencing someone else's art or watching somebody experience something that you've created that really kind of is a moment to remember? Yes, yes. Well, it's, it's a little moments to remember. <laughs> oh, for sure. <laughs> to, to be honest with you, but um, I have, I guess when someone requests me to paint something for them, that's a very special moment for me because I started as a painter and I, at that time, years ago, my dream was just to become an oil painter, go to France and live like an artist. But other things changed. And I wanted to now be in the entertainment. And I'm doing this because I know I can do it. I know I can help others. And that's very important. Um, but I think that going back, uh, when someone sees something in my artwork, that's very special to me. That means something. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I, I'm sure that there are going to be some of our listeners who would love to reach out to you or get involved with your work or, or at least follow what you do. Is there a way for us to connect with you? Absolutely. They can go to the 
heartofhollywoodmagazine.com or they can go also to HOHMP, which is our productions for our production. One of the, one of the things that I want to mention, now that we're talking about art, it's been eight years probably that I have not made a proper uh, exhibition, art, art exhibition. So, and I'm preparing, I'm painting new artwork. It's completely different from what I have painted in the past. And I'm going to make an art exhibition in Los Angeles on 2022, in March. And the location, we're looking for a location and all of that, but I would like to invite uh, everyone to go to the art show. Oh, how exciting. That is so exciting. In, and you said in March is when you want to do that? Yes, I'm planning to. Well, you will be the first one. I'm going to send you a link for that. And uh, yes, because this, this is, um, is so much is so much that I'm being um, keeping for myself during this time. And it has been a very challenging years. And I would like to share not just my mind, but also my heart with the people and with the, with those ones, they have a love for. I love that. That's, that's really special. Good. Well, I'm excited about that too. So thank you for all of those links that we can go and check out. And I do have a couple of questions that I like to ask my guests if you're okay with that. (laughs) Specific. (laughs) Perfect. So my first question is, what is a change that you would like to see happen in the art world? Whether that's, you know, about creating art or displaying art or, or making it available to people or basically what's, what's one thing that you would love to change about the art world? Hmm. That's a difficult one. I think that I would like to see more united platforms of artists where they can come together. I'm trying to, we, we added a section in our magazine for artists. They, they would like to sell their paintings or their sculptures or some sort of art, okay, media in the magazine. And so, but I would like to, um, I think it needs to be more venues for, for artists where they can display their artwork besides being in the galleries. But treat it a little bit more with respect because sometimes when you see artwork in restaurants or see artwork in coffee shops, you really don't get an appreciation for the art. Sometimes you really pay attention, but I don't think the public is has information so i i one thing that i will change i guess is if it is a coffee shop if it is a place or a location where there is not the the location is not a gallery but you want to exhibit artwork i think that you there is a way to do it and they can be helpful for the artist and it can be helpful for the business so I believe that that can be something that, can, that is possible and to be done. But I, I think that those businesses that have those artwork in their locations, they should do like a spotlight on the on the artists or make it a little bit more visual for the clients to see that and have a better appreciation. Because I think the ones the art is so powerful. The ones that you are in the that they are in the wall of the restaurant, the coffee shop, or boutique, or anything like that, it, 
you think that it's just part of the world. You think that it's just part of that because it just kind of belongs. I don't know how to explain it, but it just was meant to be there or something like that. Right. (laughs) You know, but but it has, uh, so that's why, not that it's bad, it's actually very good, but that's why I believe there needs to be more on spotlight of the artwork and say, hey, you know, we do have these, you know, a picture or something, you know, a, a newsletter, because I don't see that much. The other day I, I entered into a coffee shop. I saw some uh, paintings from a local artist here in Hollywood. He was doing more like a street artwork. It was painting people from across the street, Hollywood signs, things like that. But I thought it was pretty cool. And I just didn't saw like an spotlight of the artists in that location. And so, anyway, I know it took me a while, but I was thinking I had to give you a better response. And I think that that will, that will be the one, I think. I think the, uh, the locations can do much better. Yeah, I think that's a great response, and I absolutely agree with you. Okay, and then my second question is, is there a form of art that you have personally not tried yet, either just because you haven't had time or you felt intimidated or whatever reason, but that you would love to explore at some point. Yes, it is one form of art that I would like to explore and that would be sculpture. And I think there will be more of that time if I had the time to do it, but that always uh, uh, interests me. Yeah, absolutely. Nice. Okay. And then my final question is, At the end of your life, what is the one art-related experience that you would want to experience for the last time? The smell of the art supplies, the smell of the paint. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, it's possibility, right? (laughs) It's like, what's going to come out today? (laughs) I love that. It's a great answer. Well, oh my goodness, this has been amazing. I'm so just so amazed by you and what you bring to the world and your your company and how much impact it has. Thank you so much for doing what you do. I'm really excited that you're still painting and you're going to be exhibiting. I think all of that is just fantastic. So it was amazing to talk with you today. Thank you so much. I really appreciate your time. Well, I appreciate your time because without you and, you know, people that have contacted us or somehow listen about the Hard Hollywood magazine or the company, without without you, Lindsay, we, we really cannot go far because uh, there is so many people, there is so many companies, entertainment companies in LA, you know, so it's, it's not easy. But with your help, you know, we are letting uh, people know about Hard Hollywood motion pictures, Hara Hollywood magazine, and I'm very, very thankful that you're taking the time to interview me. Oh, of course. It's been an absolute pleasure. Well, and thank you so much again to everyone who has listened to this episode. And if you're feeling as inspired as I am, I would love if you would share this with a friend or two, and we will catch you next time. If you have a story to share with us, we would love that so much. And I hope your day has been artfully told. Hi, friends. I wanted to share with you another podcast that I think you're going to fall in love with just as I have. It's called Harlem with a View, and it is hosted by Harlem Lennox, who was a previous guest of mine on Artfully Told and a dear friend. 
Just because it looks easy doesn't mean it is. There is so much that goes into the work of a creative. She wants to know how the artists got into their line of work, what inspires them, but most importantly, what keeps them going. She asks them about how they make it through the blood, sweat, and tears. She wants to know what it's like to live this creative life, the good, the bad, the ugly, and even the magical. So she goes behind the scenes with creatives from different genres, and she explores their history, their take on life, and talks about the business of art and the dedication of making art. She has a brilliant, brilliant platform. I think you will fall in love. I highly recommend that you search for Harlem with a view. Thanks.